Welcome to another episode of Our Brains Hurt with Ron and Matt. Thanks for hanging out. Welcome to the Our Brains Hurt podcast. I'm Ron. And I'm Matt Alive. All right. Podcast number one. We finally got this thing going. So I guess like this first episode, we're going to talk about pretty much just why we're doing it and uh, what we hope to provide to our listeners. So um, just anal. Yeah. Anal. (laughs) Besides anal. Of course, that's I mean, that's (laughs) anybody who knows us. I know that's the main goal of everything we do. But um, so I guess let's just give ourselves an introduction. So, Matt, you want to go ahead and go first? All right. Well, uh, my name is Matt Alive, uh, and I sing lead vocals in the punk rock band Savage Remains. And I've been playing music or in and out of bands for, I don't know, shit, since 1996, I guess. Um, yeah, my first band was in 1996. Uh, God, that was a long time ago. It makes me feel old. That's the same year I started, actually. <laughs> oh, really? Yeah, yeah it's pretty fun. Imagine that. I mean, we're pretty close in age to one yeah, another as well. I'm 42. Yeah, I'm 41. So there you go. Very close. Uh, yeah. So I've uh, uh, been in and out of some punk rock bands since that time. Played in a thrash metal punk rock crossover band one time called Burn Me Alive. That was kind of fun. Nice. Yeah, it's, it's the only other band I've ever been in besides punk rock bands. Which is yeah, which is which is cool because you know I love playing punk rock. Although I wouldn't mind it being another in you know other style bands at all. So yeah, long time punk rocker, and you know I like podcasts like Ron does. So we decided to do a podcast because basically because fuck twenty twenty <laughs> exactly. Everybody's stuck inside their house, uh, and now nobody's getting any money as well as being stuck inside their house. I guess, you know, people are coming back from that, but uh, still. Slowly. Yeah, slowly. But it's probably going to get worse at some point in time. I mean, who knows what goes, what direction with this whole thing. So uh, we will provide some empty space to put in your empty space. Yes. Yeah. That's a great logo, actually. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, because trust me, there ain't nothing, there ain't nothing intelligent coming out. Empty, empty space (laughs) for your empty space. (laughs) Yeah. We will we will fill your empty space with our empty with, space with emptiness. <laughs> Heart emoji. Yes. If you've ever if you ever felt like doubling your emptiness, you've come to the right spot. <laughs> Hashtag we bring nothing to the table. <laughs> A couple midlife punk rock dads. Exactly. Uh, talking on the internet and that this yeah. can only end one way. Exactly. Anal. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. But anyways, um, yeah. So we would like to provide some uh, some rhetoric for uh, other punk rockers to ponder on and just have something to listen to and sit down and maybe smoke a cigar, have a glass of scotch. Yeah. And uh, and 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 think, wow, I do really have it made. <laughs> I'm not as dumb as I thought I was. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. So that's who we, we want to reach out to. I feel like, I feel like our demographic should be along the lines of like the, what the, you know, the me first and the gimme gimme's demographic 
Always exactly. has yeah. been, you know, like right. gay males in between 28 and 35. Right. Yeah. <laughs> we will win over that demographic. Yeah. You bring swiftly. your beautiful, yeah, you bring your, your Miller lights and your beautiful shirts and we will entertain you. Yes. We are here for you. Yep. 2020 is a shit show. Bands aren't able to play, you know, like Matt said, he sings in Savage Remains. Uh, I play bass for the Ailments, Annapolis-based punk band. I've been playing in bands since 96 as well. The Ailments were the first band that I actually, like, played a lot of shows with and kind of somewhat serious. Did some good recordings with and stuff like that. But yeah, so 2020, I mean, you know, we, we don't, like, Matt and I don't have the chance to get on stage and do what we love doing. And we know a lot of people a lot, that are in bands or associated with bands don't have that opportunity either. So we figure, you know, this is how we'll get to you through this this podcast and we're you know we're gonna have bands on um hopefully this will be a weekly thing uh we'll have bands on telling stories about shows telling crazy tour stories uh we'll we'll uh showcase a couple songs we'll, we'll do one song in the middle of the podcast and one song to close out the podcast <clears throat> so yeah so that's i mean that's pretty much why we're here and matt and i are both huge screeching weasel fans we both grew up you know, Screeching Weasels plays a, played a huge part in our punk rock upbringing. This um, is very true. Yes. And we are both in love with the album, My Brain Hurts. So our brains hurt. There you go. That's how so, clever we are. Yeah, so bad. <laughs> <laughs> so bad. <laughs> so that's, that's, that's about as clever as we get. All of our brain power combined came up with that. And yep. it's all downhill from there. So mm-hmm. like I said, I play, I play bass in... And the elements also run uh, Snubbed Records, which is the independent punk rock label out of Maryland. So we're actually hoping to like promote that as well. Have a lot of Snubbed Records bands on here, you know, talking about hopefully upcoming shows somewhat soon or whatever albums they're putting out or, you know, whatever, whatever they want to talk about. We'll have artists. Uh, I already talked to one artist and one model who's going to be on the show within the next few weeks. So we should have some interesting stuff going on. Yep. Got, uh, got a lot of buddies in punk rock bands from around the yes. uh, U.S. Uh, that I'm very psyched to invite on and that Ron is very psyched to invite on to. And don't forget, Ron, you also run Snubbed Coffee. I do. So I do run Snubbed Coffee. Yeah. So you kiddies out there, uh, if you like coffee, yes. go to punkrockjoe.com and you buy some coffee. It's good coffee. It's good coffee. It is. I'm not just saying that because I own it. Uh, <laughs> although I probably no. would anyway, but it, it's legit. <laughs> no, it's legit coffee. good coffee. Yeah. Everyone at my work loves it. I made everybody at my work drink it and, uh, I forced them to <laughs> <laughs> pour scolding hot coffee down their throats while that, well, after I tied them up, love it. they good. love it. <laughs> so going forward, we hope to have a guest on every week, every week tonight. You're just getting Matt and myself because it's the first episode. We figured we just introduce ourselves and what we're all about. But we hope to have a guest on from here on out, telling stories. Um, and like I said, the songs, we'll play two songs. So we'll have a couple of different segments, stories from the bands. What are you listening to? Where me and Matt will discuss, Ooh. what are you listening to? What, what is in your, what is playing in your car right now and why? And also, what are you drinking? Because we're always yeah. drinking. So got to stay hydrated. Yeah. Yeah. So, you know, stuff like that, stuff that doesn't or, matter. <laughs> That no one cares about. Yep. Super important. (laughs) So Matt, what are you listening to? What, what am I listening to right now? Uh, well, I've actually been on a, um, nineties, like no use for a name kick lately. I've, I've kicked it old school. Yeah. Like let's con Karn. Uh, so good. And, and making friends for some reason have come back around 
to like me not being able to turn them off. And I know, I don't know if it's like that. I just haven't been like crazy impressed with any new records lately. Yeah. I mean, I found myself doing the same thing, but there's like, you know, there's always records that come out that I'm impressed with. And there's always records that come out that I listen to and love, but right. um, nothing. I haven't had one of those records come out in a while that just grabbed me by the balls, you know, and like, it's like, you're going to listen to this for two months straight and nothing else. Right. Uh, there's some uh, friends of mine who uh, a couple of them actually, we should have on the podcast here at some point in time uh, uh, called inside jokes and friends of mine, a band from Florida. Right. Cool. Uh, they did put out a new record somewhat recently. Uh, that is one of the ones that I have been listening to. <clears throat> it's very good. It's extremely good. So if you guys um, out there and, you know, listening to this podcast land, uh, want a good, awesome punk rockish band. Well, not punk rockish. They are punk rock. Uh, I don't really know who to compare them to, <clears throat> but they're, they're very good. And I'm trying to find the name of this album. Uh, yeah, the song, uh, the album is called hymns. Our mothers never sang. Cool. What part of Florida are they from? Uh, Jupiter, I believe. Okay. Which is on the East coast of Florida, North of like Fort Lauderdale. Southern California and Florida. Definitely the like nineties <clears throat> skate punk hotspots. Yeah. I guess it's the weather. It must be the weather. <clears throat> yeah so i mean of course it's the weather everybody like i'm i'm not so much a warm weather person but uh you know it's oddly another like hot spot for punk rock that i was very surprised at is milwaukee really yes M- milwaukee is like the whole entire city is like based around punk rock like that's like the preferred choice of music in that city that's cool. Well, there are a lot of good bands from Chicago, and they're, they're not that far apart. No, they're like it's like ninety-two miles or something like that. And that's where like the whole like Chicago. Screeching Weasel, mm-hmm. Screeching Weasel, Outline Trio. Yeah. I mean, tons of like Lookout Record bands and stuff. Even though Lookout Records was based in Oakland, I believe, but Berkeley, I think, to be specific. Oh yeah, yeah maybe Ber- yeah, yeah. We both got into, I think, punk rock at a. Or no, you said you got into. Punk rock, I think you told me like uh, it was a little bit later in life, but you got into music earlier. Yeah. 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 I got into, I, I started listening to punk when I was a sophomore, maybe a junior in high school, or probably a like sophomore, junior ish in high school. Uh, started with the Dead Milkmen. They became my, uh, my gateway drug into punk rock. Good uh, band. Yeah. Good band. And then I started playing like in bands, like, I don't know, I was probably in 10 bands that never played a show with like, you know, you have one band practice and all of a sudden you're in a band yeah. and then you never practice again. Then you have another one with somebody else. It's like, Oh, I'm in this band. Yeah. You know, we we're always in bands, but <clears throat> you know, I had friends that were in legit bands as early as junior year in high school. Um, you know, I was lucky to grow up in an area where we had punk rock every night, every, well, every Friday and Saturday night, it seemed, um, what area was that? Uh, Crofton, Maryland. So it's like, we're right in the middle of, if you made a triangle with, Annapolis, Baltimore, and DC, we'd be kind of like right in the middle of that. Okay. Yeah. Um, I've definitely been through there before. Yeah. Yeah. We had in the nineties, we had a ton of local bands. Um, so we were very, very lucky to always have something going on, whether it was somebody's basement or a fire hall or the whole DMV area, as we call it here, DC, Maryland, Virginia had a great punk scene in the nineties. Yes. It had a really, really great punk scene. Unfortunately, DC lost their punk scene, but the surrounding areas, the suburbs of DC, um, yeah. did not. 
Yeah, a lot of good bands came out of here. Think about this. What are you listening to right now, Ron? Today I was listening to The Interrupters, Coming Home From Work. Great band. Which is a band I got into only like a year ago, which I, who I love. So, oh, oh shit, you know, speaking of the interrupters, because the, the vocalists sound pretty similar. That's another band that I have been rejoined and been listening to a lot lately is the Distillers. Oh, cool. Because yeah. Brody and uh, Amy Interrupter sound very similar. Aren't they back? Or weren't they supposed to tour this year, the Distillers? Oh, uh, maybe. I think I did hear something about that. That would be cool. I'd go I thought so. I thought I, thought I heard that. Because I'll tell you what, Brody Dale's or however you pronounce her last name, I think it's Dale. Her the band she went on to after the Distillers was like Spinneret. They're okay. <laughs> yeah, it not it was not the Distillers. Huh? She had some good stuff, but like, oh man, do I miss the Distillers? Yeah. So the interrupters have been in my smartphone, coming through my car, whatever you call it, on my auxiliary cable recently. <laughs> um, you gotta get that Bluetooth, man. I know. I have the Bluetooth. I do have it. I, I just, uh, I'm just 42, and I don't know how to properly say that. That's what I listen to. So look at, you just look it all up on the internet now. So, <laughs> just Google, uh, Google it. It's worth a Google. Yeah, and then and then podcasts. I've been listening to a lot of podcasts. Um, Joey Diaz, who quit his podcast because he moved back to um, New Jersey from LA, but he's starting another one on October 1st. Joe Rogan. Yeah, did you, did you get did you get Spotify to to move over so you can still listen to Rogan's podcast or no? No, I haven't, but I I still get it on Google uh, Podcasts. Well, for now, yeah, I think but I'm gonna can, have to, but yeah, come January, I think it is. It's, okay, it's going to be exclusively Spotify. Yeah. So, and uh, let's see, Bridget Fetisy has a podcast and a show on YouTube. I've been listening to her a lot. Um, who you have turned me on to now and yes, now I am does. listening to, and she is very hilarious and awesome. Yes. And we hope to have her on as a guest once I'll have to contact her and see if she'll do it. So, uh, yeah, that would be great. Yeah. I don't know. I guess that's, yeah, that's pretty much what I've been listening to. Um, screeching weasel every now and then we'll make it like when I'm getting ready for work and showering, I like to listen to some screeching weasel, some queers. I did. I did just buy the, uh, the queers and the Jason split. On oh, red, nice. Cool. Yeah, a little seven inch on red vinyl the other day. Very cool. So I'm psyched to, to get that when it comes out. Was that pre order or are they already in? No, it's pre order. So okay. they, they sold out. They had red vinyl and blue vinyl originally, and they sold out of the red vinyl so fast that they made like 100 more copies of it. And I believe I bought one of the, the second yeah. run. Nice. And I think those are sold out now, too. That's I'm a little annoyed with that whole situation, but I don't want to get into it on this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Gotcha. That was supposed to be us, but whatever. Yeah. Um, you know, shit happens, I guess. <clears throat> it doesn't mean you can't do anything in the future. I know. I know? I love Joe. Joe's awesome. Yeah. He's yeah. always he's super cool guy. I get along with him really well. But yeah, just it was just bad timing, you know. Yeah, bad link, up linking up. It was just but anyway. Yeah, like the dude, the future is the future, you know? The future. The future is the future. This is why this is why they say the people who forge the happiest relationships have the happiest, longest, healthy lives. Exactly. Which is why I'm dying next week. (laughs) 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 So what are you drinking? Oh, uh, drinking on. I don't even know if I should say. Oh no, is it Zima? (laughs) No, God, no. No, although I would drink a Zima. Dude, Zima was delicious. Was I don't care who knows it. I'll say that, it. Zima was the first. <laughs> <laughs> it 
It was the first. Um, so like, you know, when you're younger, your parents give you sips of beer, or like a glass yeah, of yeah. wine at Thanksgiving or whatever. That doesn't count. So like the first time I ever got like drunk where like I did it on my own with a friend, I was like 13 yeah. and, uh, I had played hockey and, uh, I had just got done with hockey practice and me and my friend, like his mom had drove us back, but she was a paralegal. So she had to like go to the office and work late after she dropped us off. Yeah. So we were just left to our own devices in their house. <laughs> and she had like a whole bunch of six packs of Zima in their garage. <laughs> this, is, this is like the OG Zima. So this would have been like back in like, you know, this was like 1992 or 1993. Yeah. I mean, it's alcoholic seven up. It's delicious. Yeah. Like, and so what you say, like, yeah, we took a six pack of it and we each had three and we both got drunk off Zima for our first time. Nice. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I guess. Um, but anyways, uh, what I am drinking tonight, I made a decision a, a week or two ago um, because I kept getting massively dehydrated and I was kind of curious as to why I was getting massively dehydrated. And uh, what the conclusion that I came to is that I'm not drinking enough light beer. Ah, uh, yes. <laughs> not water. Yes. <laughs> so, so, uh, I yeah, have, this is our, this is our intelligence level, ladies and gentlemen. So I have, <laughs> I have, uh, changed back to drinking light beer for a little while. Good for you. So I can rehydrate myself. <laughs> so I'm currently drinking Miller light. Oh, good. Yeah, that's good. It's nice, healthy. Yeah, water, <laughs> water substitute. You gotta hydrate, you know. You do. It's important. You know, if you're not going to drink the water, light beer is the next best thing for sure. And I, and I have I have though been drinking also a decent amount of wine lately. Okay. Uh, the wine that I've been drinking lately is box wine. Yeah, figured box wine, Miller Light. You know, <laughs> only the best. <laughs> but like, yeah, but like in in some box wines' defense, now there's some really good ones out there. Because like the the way wine oh, yeah, yeah. being packaged is changing right. now in the world because there's no difference between the bottle or anything else. It's it's a it's a total like just traditionalistic kind of thing, you know. Same with like a twist off bottle. Yeah, it's yeah. all this. It, it doesn't really matter. But like the there's this company called Black Box that makes box wine um, that is quite good actually. Their Cabernet Sauvignon and their Malbecs are both very very good. I think that's probably why I was getting dehydrated is because I started drinking a little bit more wine and then the beer that I also drink. It wasn't light beer, so I wasn't, you know, I was getting a little bit too dehydrated. <clears throat> so that's, I, I think that's the rule now. If if I'm going to get into one of those wine periods of my life that I need the, the beer I drink while I'm in that wine period, because like my life is always in beer period. The wine or the beer that I drink while I'm in wine periods needs to be light beer. It's a crazy thing to think because, you know, the opposite of that was beaten into our heads all oh, yeah. growing up. You know, uh, nowadays, you know, kids learn different things than what we learned. Nobody knew shit when we were growing up, though. So. Oh, it, it, I mean, it turns out growing up in, like you know, the 80s, late 70s, 80s, and 90s, it turns out no one knew anything about anything because everything that it, we all learned and were told was wrong. Yeah, if you survive that shit, you're strong. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I remember living in Philadelphia in South Philly, and I would just disappear for, like, hours. We were allowed to do anything we wanted in the eighties as kids. Yeah. <clears throat> Serious, I remember like riding my bike with groups of other kids, just like forever away from my house. Yeah, be home before it gets dark. That was the rule. It's, you know, it's, it's like we were like riding our bikes like miles yeah. into the oh, woods yeah. and crap. No, we were yeah, we would ride scooters like 
two two towns over to go to candy stores or whatever. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. This is different world, you know. It's a different world now. It's crazy. It's crazy. Different world. All right, let's play a song. We're gonna play a song by uh, by my my band Savage Remains now, and uh, this is the title track off of our new album, um, "The End Is Nigh." So the song is called "The End Is Nigh." So uh, enjoy. So what are you drinking, Ron? So I am drinking uh, Narragansett Oktoberfest, uh, their Oktoberfest <gasps> Marzen Lager, which is delicious. Have they always had that? I don't know. I just got into Narragansett like this past year because Sean, the guitarist for my band, drinks whatever's cheapest. And I guess this was cheapest once when he yeah. came to band practice. So, Oh, dude, Narragansett's like, it's basically like Natty Bow or, or, um, yeah, yeah. or um, PBR. Except yeah, it, it's, it's just it's become my sell, favorite cheap beer. They sell sixteen ounce six packs of it for like five ninety nine. Yeah, like six, and that, six ninety nine or whatever. That's what these are six sixteen yeah. ounce six packs of uh, yeah. Oktoberfest, and it's really really good. It's a great deal. I mean, yeah. if you think about it, it's like five ninety nine or whatever. That's twelve bucks for twelve sixteen ounce beers, or maybe it's. I think actually, I think it's six ninety nine at the store by my house, but I think it varies where. Yeah, depending on where you are. These are ten bucks for a six pack of sixteen ounces. Um, yeah, because it's, it's also like nice alcohol volume. Yeah, it's yeah. nice. Oh, Narragansett makes a ton of. Oh yeah, they have a good summer shandy too. If you like that, they do. They have a good um, milk stout as well. My favorite beer season is the fall. Me too. I'm a. I'm definitely a, a basic bitch when it comes to pumpkin stuff. Love my pumpkin. I mean, it's getting more popular. I, yeah, I've not been a huge pumpkin beer guy, but like. As we had a conversation recently, I had that one that I was like, this is the best pumpkin beer I've ever had. And yeah. You, I can't remember what it was, but you said you would have had it before. Yes. I forgot what you mentioned as, as well. This liquor store now, I live in Crofton, it's 424 Liquors, and a friend of mine actually owns it uh, that I went to high school with. And it's a tiny liquor store, but they have such a great selection. So whenever I go in there, it's like, there's this one little corner of the store where they have like all these like microbrews and like all the seasonal stuff. And I could stand there for like 40 minutes and just like... Mm-hmm. Like, all right, I'm definitely getting Narragansett. I usually get something that I know I'm going to drink quickly, and then I get something new to try. That's my thing. Like, so I got the Narragansett to drink. I always, <laughs> yeah. I always, I always like speaking of liquor stores. There's a Total Wine, which is like this huge beer. Oh, wine I love that. Store, right? love yeah, it. go there for Christmas all the time. Yeah, speaking of that, like I, 
I only ever go there now with my buddy Jasper. Him and I, when we go in there, I swear to God, we will spend like two hours in that place. It's Candyland. It, it is. It's, it's like yeah. <laughs> the last time we were in there, I, I literally think we were in there for an hour and like combined, we exited the place with like, I think just over $200 combined in booze. Oh, easy. That's yeah. so easy to spend that there. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. There's one near me too. And I go every December because my favorite beer of all time is Mad Elf from Trogues. I know uh, Trogues. I've never had Mad Elf though. Oh, dude. It comes out in mid-November. It only lasts until about mid-late December because it sells out quickly. The best, and I'm not, a, I'm usually not a fan of like sweet flavored type beers, but this is like a cherry honey mm. and it's 11% alcohol. Oh, oh it's yeah. It's fucking delicious. And that's, I always go to total wine and I'll get a, a couple cases and I'll keep them in my basement and they'll last me like usually into March. That's what, what Trogues yeah. is known for. Yeah. High alcohol content yeah. beers. Oh, so good. And for anybody out there who doesn't know Trogues brewery um, is a brewery out of Pennsylvania. Right. Uh, and they are very known for their very high alcohol content beers. I can't even say the word right. <laughs> alcohol content beers. Uh, that How I found out about them was there is this uh, bar restaurant in the city that I live in, Fredericksburg, Virginia. Yep. And uh, this place called Capital Ale House. And they are a place that always has like, you know, over 100 beers at any time, whether it be X amount on tap or X amount in cans and bottles, they it's always over a hundred beers. I bet you they would have Mad Elf during in December. Probably do because yep. uh, the cheapest, most highest alcohol content beer they had on their menu was from Trogues Brewery, and it was called and it's called the Troganator. Okay, yeah, I've seen that, and it and it's like a I think it's ten point five percent, maybe eleven point five percent, and 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 this is at a bar, and each beer is only like three fifty. Nice. Yeah. Yeah. No shit. Right. Um, yeah. It's not the greatest beer in the world, but man, does it work? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's a good thing about Mad Elf. It's 11%. So you have like two or three of those and you're good to go. If you're, if you're like moving and and somebody's got a real heavy couch, the Troganator is going to do it for you. Yeah. It does. It does. That beer does some heavy lifting. I'll tell you right now. <laughs> well, okay. I think, uh, I think we've accomplished what we needed to accomplish in this first episode. You know, just a, an introduction of the two of us and an introduction to the podcast in general. Yeah, um, I, that's, that, that sounds about right. So we can wrap it up now. Sessions coming up with guests will be longer. Um, this is, like I said, this is just a quick, here's what we're all about type of episode. I'm going to go ahead and read off some sponsors and some thank yous. And then we're going to end up with a song from my band, The Ailments, at the very end of the podcast, which will close out the podcast. All right. This episode of Our Brains Hurt was brought to you by Snubbed Records Punk Roast Coffee. If you love coffee and you love punk rock, check out Snubbed Records Punk Roast Coffee. Go to punkrockjoe.com and you could buy coffee. You could buy coffee with vinyl records. You could buy coffee with CDs. And every purchase of a bag of coffee comes with a code to get yourself into the coffee club, the Snub Records Coffee Club, where you have downloads and uh, songs you could listen to, um, full albums you could download, all that good stuff. So coffee and punk rock go to punkrockjoe.com also brought to you by earpiece e-a-r-p-e-a-c-e earpiece music they are hi-fi acoustic filter sets earplugs that make the music sound a lot better than just sticking some styrofoam in your ears 
and you can get those at uh, earpiece.com. That's E-A-R-P-E-A-C-E.com, earpiece.com. Check them out. We'd also like to thank uh, Jen Toi, the artist whose voice you heard at the in the intro of this podcast. She has some really, really cool stuff uh, for sale at Stupid Rad Merch slash Jean that's J E N T R O I S, Stupid Rad Merch slash J E N T R O I S. You'll find some cool, uh, a lot of artwork, buttons, uh, stickers, coffee mugs, all types of cool stuff. She's a cool chick and uh, she's doing some awesome things coming up. So keep an eye on her. And we'd like to thank the Handsome Scoundrels for uh, they're the song that you hear in the intro of the podcast. So Thank you to the Handsome Scoundrels from Mobile, Alabama. Find them at www.thehandsomescoundrels.com. All right. Well, thanks for hanging out with us. Uh, We're going to end the show with a song from The Ailments. This song is called Right to Hate, produced and recorded by Bill Stevenson of The Descendants at his studio, uh, The Blasting Room in Fort Collins, Colorado. We will talk to you next time. Here is Right to Hate. Hate 